How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy as right. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Um, so how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Um, I, I've got, um, well, I've got a very special guest this episode, and um, but um, don't tell anyone. I've decided that, um, well, the particular guest hasn't been on the show for ages, but it's quite difficult to get him sort of here in person. So I've done a little bit of witchcraft magic, just just low, low level witchcraft, and um, uh, and yes, uh, he'll he'll be arriving any time now. So uh, let's run the theme music, and when we come back, he'll be he'll be here. So yes, um, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Uh, I'll, I'll go anywhere for the Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? I love the Eddie test, it's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti and John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot saucy? It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. Show Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. Hello, listeners. I have a very special guest here. Um, and um, um, as well as, as Dealey, we, we have another guest called Andrew who's here. And he's an extra special guest. And uh, yes, I know we have lots of Andrews, but this is the original Andrew. This one has been around almost as long as any Andrew ever. Um, anyway, he's been on the show before, but last time he was in Berlin, and this time he's not in Berlin. He's here in my living room in Surrey. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Oh, hello, Paul. <laughs> um, I'm not sure why I'm in your living room. How did I um, end up here exactly? It was, it was, I, was, I was just walking along, and suddenly I... I found myself here. It's a bit weird. It was uh, magic. I was doing one of those, you've seen Dark Shadows. Um, I was doing a little sort of uh, seancey thing. And, um, and and even though you're not dead, it, I don't think you are, um, oh. it conjured you up here. So you were brought through time and space. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just wondering why you brought me here. It's a bit mysterious. Well, I wanted you back on the show. Yep. Yep. Um, and um, because we've known each other a very long time, 30 years ago, almost the day we were walking through the hills and mountains of Wales and England, because we might be going backwards and forwards between country. We were on the border, the office-type path. Yeah, we were skipping along the border. We were skipping yeah. along the border. And uh, we survived. You survived better than I did. Yep. But, uh, um, but yeah, so... Um, we, we, were, we, were, we were talking just now about um, things you've been watching and things that... Uh, you, you like, and you, you mentioned to me um, a show called, well, a one-off show called The Stone Tape by Nigel Neal, who wrote Quatermass um, uh, as being one of your favourites, and, and it's one of my favourites too. Why do you like it? Well, it's sort of encapsulate. Well, it's, it's for those who don't know, it's it's a ghostly tale, and I like the premise that ghosts are things or. The, like a, like the, the wall, the walls of the building have recorded the um, the, the, the the presence of um, like for instance I worked somewhere for twenty years so I would like to think that um, one day I will haunt that building because I well pre- something traumatic should happen to yeah well they fall off me, so uh, yeah <laughs> so that, that that would be the end point so now it worked, um, that, so now that's cut the tape um, so, so yeah. you you'd be screaming for yeah. eternity and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm hoping Lovely. that's happening even now like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would serve him right for treating me <laughs> like badly but uh, so I do, I do like that and and um, it, it's yeah I mean it, it's creepy and. Uh, what about you? What, what's what's your main thing about it that you like? Well, I like the way that it's um, it's set up. You think you're watching a ghost story at the beginning, and it soon turns out that you kind of very quickly turns out that you kind of are watching a ghost story, but then it becomes much more complicated mm. very quickly because a ghost appears in the first, I don't know, five minutes or something. And you think, okay, that's going to be a straightforward haunted house kind of thing, but it soon becomes much more uh, involved. I think um, the basic haunted house set up, um, I I, I sort of tend to avoid those because they do often, well, you've kind of seen it all before, Uh, whereas the stone tape takes it off down a very different line and is much more complicated. I think that's one of the reasons that I like it so much it's not just your basic haunted house and also it's the old I mean Nigel Neal it's very it's got quite a few similarities with Quatermass in the pit I think hasn't it yeah that you have this strange object Mm. being found and people have to work out what that object is what it means and as the story progresses, it's like an archaeology, yeah. digging away at this thing and finding out more about it until at the end you realise what the thing is. So, I mean, uh, so you don't know where the story's going for quite a long time. And I won't spoil the ending, no. but it ends in quite a different place to where it, uh, you know... To where it starts. Oh, is it no, about ninety minutes? Is it or something? Ninety like? minutes. It's mm. like a play. Yes. Basically, mm. and it, it looks and feels like a theatrical play, mm. which is an advantage, I think, because it makes it all seem like it's really happening. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, 
it's, it's, it's probably it's probably the thing I would go to above Quatermass. Um, I think I'm well, it's shorter. Well, it's shorter, but also it's in colour, and I can be not in the right mood for black and white, which I know certain listeners will be very cross with me for saying that. But uh, um, it is, however, very dated. It's 1972, I think. Older, yeah, even older than perhaps we are. Even older than us. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. How do you think it stands up? Well, I mean, this is going off on a tangent slightly, but um, often when you hear people talking about TV they liked, it's TV they liked when they were children yeah. and they have a nostalgia for it. Whereas this is something that we have discovered predates us. Yeah, and this is yeah. something we've discovered as, as adults or mm-hmm. whatever, whenever we first yeah, saw it. because it's not a kid's thing at all. No, not, not a kid's thing at all. No, but I, I... I mean, it's not terribly... I wouldn't say it's scary or... It's 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 that kind of horror where it's not like jump scares or no. blood, more but it's more creepy and yeah. uncanny and confusing and just unsettling, I, which I, a kid wouldn't no. appreciate because a kid no. wouldn't understand what's happening. But but I like finding things that pre- predate me or that I don't have. I can't. Because sometimes I watch things and think, do I like this because it's good or do I like it because I saw it? Mm. when I was whereas if you discover something maybe that's older um, and and, I mean it's weird some things like the Avengers I discovered as a child but Mm. it was long since finished when I discovered it but I I still don't think that uh, that's a nostalgia thing Um, although I was very nostalgic well not nostalgic for the 60s I was very into the 60s in the 80s but Mm. um, wow also, I mean, I think the stone tape has never been... It's not something which is repeated or anything. It's no, not like something which is on every year. It's kind of a... You'd have to look at, look out for it. You'd have to find it. Yeah, and it's... Cause it's got... It had quite good... I don't think it's ever been... Is it on Blu-ray? I think it's like Maybe, a... yeah. It was released with Ghostwatch, I think, as a oh, kind of a package. Oh, right, because I got it with an earlier release mm. uh, where it's standalone, but... Uh, um, because am I right, am I right the main the main character is played by is it Jane Asher yeah yeah who who you almost forget was an actress because of becoming a, a punchline in French and Saunders sketches in the in the in the late 80s um, um, as well as being known for being mm. Paul McCartney's girlfriend before Linda oh yes yeah um, yeah I don't know how I don't know how much um, Jane Asher was was acting at that, that time. I haven't seen a great deal of things she's in. She was she was in the reboot of Crossroads in the in the noughties, but I'm sure she's done many things that are worthy and that I should have seen. I wanted to ask about the other actors in in the Stone Tape because apparently somebody told me you don't like shows with alpha males in them. I don't, I Whereas don't. this show mm. has nothing but alpha <laughs> males, mainly shouty men, being bossy and annoying. But at least for ninety has, minutes. But at least it has a main, a main woman, and I can feel, mm. I can sort of. Yeah, but she she kind of doesn't have the nicest time. No. And the men are quite mean to her. Is it got? Uh, is it it? Um, is it 
who's in Reboss Operation? Um, uh, Ian Cuthbertson. Ian Cuthbertson, yes. Um, I remember him being in it. I can't remember a lot of, of other people in well, it. Well, bizarrely has Reginald Marsh, who's more famous as the boss in Terry and June and, <laughs> and The Good Life. He pops up and is quite weird in it being Reginald Marsh. I don't think he can do anything else. <laughs> He's wearing a very peculiar wig as well. Uh, I think you could argue that, you know, it's... Um, the only sympathetic character is the woman, yeah. played by Jane Asher, who no one believes. Mm. It's a typical kind of plot, you know. Mm. She's warning of this terrible thing. No one listens to her. They press on ahead, mm. foolishly, trying to exploit whatever this thing that they found could give them and uh, ignore her warnings and uh, but oddly enough the men don't come out of it quite bad badly at the end it was very that seems very familiar because i like um i like um giallo italian giallo films of Mm. that sort of period and that off is often a female character being driven, someone's trying to drive her mad, um, and, and, um, and yes, lots of horrible alpha males, but, um, yeah, but you are right, I did, I did say that I don't like things with alpha males in, but, um, that was referring to Red Dwarf, which I have a resent, I resent because it, it stole Doctor Who, but, <laughs> but I, I do have, yeah, uh, I, I think I must have blotted out the, uh, Alpha males in um, the stone tape, but uh, mm. um, the the other female characters in it are probably mostly all dead. Oh. I don't think there are any other female characters in it. Oh, I thought there was screaming. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. There is a, scream, <laughs> well, a I mean, screaming ghost. I didn't really think of her as a character. <laughs> as a but, character. But... Yeah, there is a screaming female ghost. Yes. Whose screams are quite central to the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me want to watch it again. I have to dig it out this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Did you find a copy? I think you're allowed to. Did you find a copy on YouTube? You can certainly find a copy there, and it's in lovely, ropey, Ooh, old quality, okay. with no high definition whatsoever. Oh, so it's a real experience. Make, I don't yeah. think they can make it that high definition anymore. Anyway. No. I was doing something very similar. It's quite interesting to see what you what you can find on YouTube. Um, because these, you know, you might say to somebody, "I've seen a good copy of this," and then two weeks later, someone's taking it down. Mm. But I was, I was doing this for um, Martin's Vision on Sound, and uh, just sort of, if I wanted to watch some cult TV, what could I? If I typed in a few shows, what could I find? And invariably, you won't find the whole series. Well, sometimes you find the whole series, but sometimes you just find an odd episode of of, of something. It's quite nice to to know that. You, know, you don't always have to because a lot of these sh- older shows aren't available on streaming anyway so no. you either have to have physical copies or 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 YouTube but um, does it make you cross when there are shows you want to see but you don't have a DVD copy but no one's streaming it because they don't think it feels like they're kind of going well that's not it's almost like going back in time yeah. you know shows that we might easily have had on video back in the 90s or something and suddenly suddenly you want to see them and, and it's actually hard to see them it feels like somebody has decided that those shows don't really matter no one really wants to watch them but mm, I guess so but um, yeah but if nobody wants to watch them what can you do? but some people do 
Um, right. You know, sometimes it's easier to watch an episode of Sutton Park okay. uh, on YouTube than it is to watch an episode of, I don't know, some high, what, some previously high budget show from the sixties. Uh, well, that's very true. Yeah. Obviously, that that is that is good for Sutton Park, but um, um, I was thinking, um, I was going to ask you, are there shows that you were watching? say when around the time we first met 30 something years ago that you still go back to now probably other than Doctor Who because that's slightly different oh I'd have to think about that um, I'm more nostalgic for things that uh, I watched when I was a kid to be honest and when I was in my 20s I can't even remember what, and even if I went back I'd probably be horrified at how badly they've dated you know things in the 90s anyway well, some of the you, things you think of that things in the '90s as being cool and smart, but if you go back, they're probably disgusting and horrible. But then we were watching stuff in, the, or, or you, you were sometimes sending because you had access to Sky, I think. Or no, I never had Sky. No, you had something. Was it B Sky B or one? Mm, no. I know, I, I know you, you did me a tape of Jupiter Moon. No, not me. Mm. Must be the other one of the many other Andrews. Deals. Another another Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which one was it? You think about it. Let me know. Mm. Um, I did remember watching a lot of sixties shows in the uh, late eighties, and I still go back. Not not sort of excitedly necessarily, but occasionally. Like I've been watching the Invaders, and I still like I still like things like Bewitched, which I enjoyed. Um, Again, a lot of these shows you don't want to watch. I have, I own, I own a lot of these on DVD. Something anyway. But you wouldn't want to watch a whole box set of which You want to watch all three hundred and something episodes. But it's quite fun to watch, like a one-off episode. Um, the shows from the nineties that I've gone back to. My, I watched this. I used to like This Life, which was sort of mid mid nineties. But I th- think that was sort of... I guess they were a couple of years older than us, the characters, and there was lots of Britpop music in it. And I mean, they are horrible people, or horrible characters. They're not, they're not likeable. <laughs> I don't know if they were. They felt likeable at the time. But. I think I missed out on the night, quite a lot of the 90s because I went away in the middle of the 90s mm. and missed out completely on British TV. I missed out on some things because... Uh, um, after I left university I lived somewhere which I think you came to visit when I lived in Camberley didn't have TV reception there for those two years so that's when I was watching Dark Shadows um, and that stuff my mum would video me like home and away and that just so I had something to to, to watch because I couldn't I couldn't um, sort of what was had I wanted to have watched the, the, the funeral of Princess Diana, I wouldn't have been able to because I had no TV reception. <laughs> but I don't think I'd have watched it even if I had to, and I, unfortunately, only because it's a bit morbid. Really. No. no, I was away. I was in Japan at that point. Yeah. So the only things I watched in Japan were, I'm afraid, um, Japanese TV, and I got hooked on Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> and I, I watched that for about a year. It was my favourite programme because it was the only thing on in English that I could watch mm-hmm. and I can't remember much about it now but if 
you know, I was totally addicted to that. I that, followed it that's, that's pretty religiously. So, that's pretty soapy, that's pretty... <laughs> Very much so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I never... Oh, when I watched Twin Peaks as well, because I, I used to live with someone in Japan who had uh, the box set, and mm. he introduced me to that, and we had a binge weekend watching the whole thing, and that was wonderful. Yeah, I um, I was I was always catching up with things much later than they were actually aired. I associate Twin Peaks more with sixth form, although you're you, even though we're quite similar in age, you're the different a different school year for me. But it was very much very very hot in the uh, in the in the sixth mm. form common room. It was Twin Peaks um, again? I own it on DVD, and I've I've wanted to go back and watch it, and um, I'll get there eventually. Well, I quite often catch up with things years after they've come out. Yeah. Especially true now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like it. People are saying, "Oh, you should watch this. You should watch this." I, I want to. I want to decide when my brain decides. <laughs>
Um, um, uh, listeners, uh, hi. Um, um, Andrew's here still, uh, but I've got to go and do something, so I'm leaving him in the um, uh, in the safe hands of Yeti Uncle John. Now, Yeti Uncle John, you're not going to sell anything to him, are you? I will not. No. I definitely won't. I'll just look after him. I'll speak to him. I'm a normal person. He is a normal person, isn't he? He is. But whether you are... Oh, charming, thank you very much. Anyway, go along. Just go and speak to him. I've known him a long time. Be nice to him. Oh, I'm doing it. Oh, oh uh, hello. My name is Yeti Uncle John. Very pleased to meet you. I've got... I'd just like to clarify that I am completely normal and I've got a certificate to prove it if you want to see it. Oh, uh, Here it is. Oh, thank you very much. As you can see, perfectly normal. Oh, yes. Capital N for normal, that's me. Oh, very good. They call me Mr. Normal, that's what they call me. Oh, well, did you get this off the internet? Did you have to do a proper course? Well, well, yes, it's, uh, it was, uh, as it happens, yeah, internet course. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I can recommend it if you want. Quite, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like, I quite like one of those. I mean, cause it, it's very simple. You just uh, yeah. pay, uh, pay up front, and you get a certificate the next day. Oh, yeah, I'd like that because the thing is, associating with Mister Paul does tend to mean that you get a bit of a reputation of not being normal. Oh well, you know that's not fair, is it? No, no, not not fair at all. Tarred by the same brush as him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I should be known for for being the inventor of computers made of cheese mm-hmm. or, or should be known for like doing ghost hunts for ghosts or or being a, a world-renowned magpie fancier um but you know somehow i'm known as that guy off that podcast oh, dear me. Uh, it's difficult mm. oh dear I, I, I feel like i can tell you things i don't know yeah if, i mean you just told me the computer made of cheese that's, that's intriguing actually yeah. no, i've never heard that before no I, I was type thought, of cheese, gorgonzola, uh, emmet, or I tried a variety. Num- tried a number of different varieties. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things that you know. Ricotta? When the, have you done ricotta one? I ricotta is not so easy. No, it wouldn't be. No, That's why I asked. Yeah. No, I, I tried it. Didn't work. Um, no, you want a hard cheese, really? Definitely. Parmesan. Yes. I think you're a man after Andrew. I think you're a man after my own heart. Yeah. I think we. we what we, I would avoid, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. Is your Swiss cheese because it got holes? Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. And you it, get your fingers stuck in. Yes, and there's also a possibility of losing RAM and things like that. Well, whatever yes. that is. I don't know what RAM is. Well, it's a technical word, isn't it? Yeah. Proper technical word. Yeah. 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 I can see you've uh, researched yes. this. I have. Um, so yeah. So, so computers made of cheese, you yes. know, I, he, was, he was poo-pooed a little bit, um, wow. but, uh, you know, a lot of things I do get poo-pooed. Mm-hmm. Um, I went up, I don't know if you know this, I went up into space once, uh, nice. well, more than once, but... With your cheese computer? No, no, just just to kind of just, s- just search my fortunes, right, okay. um, but I came back. Mm-hmm. You're a bit like Elon Musk, aren't you? Well, you know, but only... Uh, he hasn't been into space, actually. No, I've got a bit more integrity, but... Yeah. Oh, don't, don't let me hear that. Oh, no. Um, but, well, I don't know. I just think that I'm, I'm very keen to uh, explore. Explore the, the wonders of, of, of the unknown. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Have you found anything? I found some fluff. 
Uh, definitely uh, intelligent flyer, I must say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, also uh, my research on um, magpies uh, has taught me a lot. Magpies are very intelligent birds. Now then, there are some uh, superstitions with magpies, aren't uh, there? Yeah. 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 A lot of misinformation out there as well, though. Mm. Uh, you know. Uh, they get the blame for things that other birds do because you know they're known for their squawking uh, yeah they well, are a bit squawky now yeah. come to mention it yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, is there a magpie here I just heard one uh, that was, you, oh that was you that was oh, me oh sorry I thought it was a magpie there. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, well you know when you live with them you get to always do you do like, bird impressions or just magpies mainly just magpies mainly magpies you could do uh who was that guy? Percy, what was his name? Ah, uh, Percy, so, no, Percy, 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 yeah, the man Percy, who did impressions. Percy, the bird impression mm. person, yeah. yeah. You could be the next. Wow. Well, I'm a little bit limited, but I guess I could learn. Wasn't Percy Throw, he was in... Uh, he was in Blue Peter, he was in the garden. Oh, Percy Sugden, I'm Percy thinking. Sugden, he was in he was he was in Emmerdale Farm. Let's list all the famous Percys. Percy's. Percy. I think, I think we've done it now. Percy. Yeah. Percy. There, there was yes. a yeah. There was a Kinks album called Percy, but I don't think we could talk about that. That no, was no, no, no. Uh, something um, unsightly happened. But uh, um, where yeah, were we? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, so I'll just tell you how how talented I am. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, I have dabbled. Mm-hmm. in like autobiography of myself right uh, because I feel like I well, can't you're, you're too young surely I mean <laughs> well thank you but uh, well, part one is it or... well yes possibly oh, I did I did write one from the point of view of how I sort of created the Shy Life podcast mm-hmm. even though Paul maintains it was his idea yeah. um but uh I wrote to an autobiography, but he, but he insisted on proofreading it and he cut he cut it to shreds he did yeah. cut it to shreds um, you know, he, he just he just won't accept quite how much uh, influence I, I, I had on you know the creation of this. Oh, I, I expect he's jealous. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, it's, it's I was blaming it on that Sutton Park thing he used to do. He was the star of that, and yet can't always be the star. Paul, uh, shut up, podcast. It's a you know, ensemble piece. Just between you and me, I've always thought Paul's a bit of a diva, you know. Oh uh, no, you're telling me. I mean, you know. Yeah, you don't have to do with him. Um, yeah, he definitely is. I mean, it's one of the reasons I was out of the scene for many oh. years. I, I didn't, I didn't tend to associate with him. I mean, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, we, there was a lot of talk within the Yeti. A sort of community about oh, <laughs> avoid him, but uh, yeah, he's got a bit of a reputation, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't really, well, you know, as I've said, it's very easy to get sort of tarred by the brush of uh, mm. of somebody's reputation, and uh, yeah, that's very disappointing. Um, eh? You haven't thought about a rival podcast, have you? Maybe. Um, I, I, I have, I have considered it. I have tried well, it. You're a very busy man with your inventions, but yes, yeah. yes. But uh, you know, I'm always trying. I like to, I like to think of myself. I'm a very, I'm a very. Uh, I like to be able to help people. I think I'm. Uh, I like to think I'm quite modest and vain. No, quite vain. No, not vain. Modest. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to think I'm quite modest, and uh, that I don't like to big myself up. I, I, I like to wait for the, 
you know, any praise to come my way. But uh, it's been quite a long wait. That's the only trouble. Um, but yeah, it's difficult to know. Um, I mean, there. I'll, I'll tell you this because um, you know, I think I think we're friends now. Um, um, there are some opportunities that I've let slip by because I've been working on this podcast. Mm. Um, well, um, yeah, I mean, I, t- I can't say a lot. Well, well I, no, you, no, I don't like to speak too much, but uh, let's just say that uh, I could have been James Bond, but I missed out. Um, but I was, I was signed up. Uh, to, to to this podcast and no he, he went he you, went. you'd do all your own stunts you wouldn't be like the other ones you no know, you wouldn't be like Roger Def- Moore there no 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 I'd have done my own stunts yeah, you do that and yeah. Um, yeah you wouldn't uh, be wearing a toupee like Sean Connery did oh no 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 no, 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 no. You wouldn't, yeah, yeah. Um, and you wouldn't be doing all this you know sensitive stuff oh, like Timothy Dalton oh no no uh, you'd be probably the best one actually yeah that's what I you're thought. like a combination of the best bits of all of them thank you uh, you'd, be, you'd be wearing blue speedos, wouldn't you, like Daniel Craig? But uh, well, uh, of course, yes. because you know, uh, coming out of the water. Yes, there's a certain you know you, speedos on. I do have a certain following who who oh. would like to see me in speedos, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. To, you could um, well, yes. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to kind of you know move on after you know you've lost yeah. out on things and. You know, is it better family loyalty, or or do you just do what you want to do? Um, I don't know. It, uh, yeah. It's um, I mean another th- another area. Uh, I believe I believe going back, uh, you, you have a you have somebody of similar ta- talents in your own family. Um, I I I could have been quite a talented magician. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe one of your your brothers. Uh, Oh yeah, he, he was yes, a magician, yes, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely a magician. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yes, you could have been the next poor Daniels. Yeah, well, I did actually. And I could have been your Debbie McGee or something. That would have been gone wonderful. now. That chance is gone now. I know. Well, the thing is, I'm aware. I am aware that there is another dimension where the Sherlock podcast was extremely famous, mm-hmm. um, and Paul was, you know, successful, and. I think I believe that maybe uh, my magic went down very well. Um, you used to do that thing with a cup and ball, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was taught by the best. There's a gentleman named as yeah. a gentleman named Toppy Smelly who uh, is is a podcaster on a show called The Smellcast. Mm-hmm. He taught. I, I, you know, I'm not saying that I woke up one day and I was a magician. I learned from the best. This Toppy Smelly. He's a talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he taught oh, me everything I wanted yeah. to know. Well, there was that unfortunate incident where you sawed a woman in half and um well it, it, it well i mean best not to mention i that. mean i mean there was yes. quite a lot of uh, legal yes legal things yes. going on and um, yeah, y- yes yeah yes well the thing is the uh, thing is it was in the news i think i'm it? the first person to admit that i only really got into magic for the sawing women in half mm. side of it that's the thing that interested mm. me obviously i've learned more since then things with ropes and uh, you know, little slight hand things, but what got me into it was the idea that I could saw someone in half, mm. and yet they wouldn't be hurt. Mm. Um, 
Mm. There's also yeah. There's also the time when I uh, accidentally magicked up a demon. He, he was a nice well, demon. we've all done that. We we've all been. Well, there. that's what I told Paul. That's what I told Paul. I mean, who who amongst us hasn't conjured up a demon? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's what I told Paul. But there uh, were lots of fuss and nonsense. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, diff- the fact that the house burned down is just an unfortunate side effect, isn't it? Well, yeah, we couldn't afford that on our budget. We had no. to just put some crackly uh, fire sound effects, but mm. uh, probably for the best. But mm. uh, oh mm. dear, it's just quite refreshing talking to you. You yes. should have come out. You should come over more often because yeah. uh, I don't get to talk to many people who, who kind of see things the way that I do. Yeah. Um, well. I don't know who else you've met, or if, if you're going to meet anybody else. Uh, uh, what are the other? There's um, uh, Crobberty. Uh, he, he's a nice guy, scientific guy. Uh, there's Bettina Dupre. She's an actress. She was in lots of B movies. Um, uh, there's oh, there's, there's all sorts of, of weird and wonderful fellows, but. Obviously, uh, I think most people tune in for me. Oh, well, uh, obviously, uh, yes. Yeah. But, uh, did I ever tell you uh, about when I was, uh, I, I was um, like nearly a, a, like a big sort of pop star? I was, I was nearly a pop star back in the day. Yeah, it was uh, you and Robbie Williams. You were the top two, weren't you? Well, yeah. y- yes, except uh, some, somehow my name dropped off the list mm. and... Uh, it was it was um, very unfortunate. I think uh, um, I, I think the trouble with me is, and this has come up before. I don't like to use the word genius, but I, some people do, mostly when they've had a few drinks. But you know, the trouble is when you're talented, um, you can find that you. It's difficult. You you want you just instinctively want to multitask, mm. uh, and uh, and the thing is, you know, I didn't want to just be a, a pop singer. I wanted to be inventing things or going up into space. Or and the trouble is that the the, the 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 realistically, if you're going to be a pop star, you have to do a lot of really boring things, a lot of boring interviews. You have to go on stage. You have to be chased by fans. Um, you have to appear on the front page of the Radio Times, maybe with your top off, and you know I couldn't be doing all of that and inventing stuff. Mm. So I was very torn. I was torn. Um, what can I say? It, it, it was difficult. Yeah, but they, your, your fans were heartbroken. And well, they really were. And, yeah, uh, the number true. of lives you just mm, ruined, touched, touched. Yes. Yes, I touched quite a few lives. Yes. And but, um, um, yeah. well, that, that's life, I guess. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, well, the price of fame. I'll give you a question here. Mm. What do you think? You know, having spoken to me, mm. um, what, what what do you think are uh, my uh, finest points? My my. Uh, well, your your modesty. Yeah. Yeah. Your self-effacing mm. charm. Uh, yeah. Your generosity, handsomeness, yes. Oh, oh yes, I, yes, I, I, yes, yeah. yes. And well, it's, it's Mod- modesty. It's, Did you mention that? I, I, I think so, but I'll mention it again. Yes. Modesty, yeah. yeah, definitely. I would put that there. Mm-hmm. That's perhaps your top quality. Mod- and you're top just quality. you're just general 
awesomeness. You can see that from yeah. only having met me for yeah, well. a very short amount of time. You see, why can't other people? I don't understand it. Um, it's like uh, they're blinkered. Uh, well. Yeah. But, but, but what would you, if you were going to give me advice, what would you, what do you think my next move should be? What do you think I should focus on? When you've got as many talents as me, where do you, where, you know, you've got to stop yourself, you've got to say, come on, John, just do one thing at a time. Mm. What do you think I should do? Magpies, mm. which is going to be cheese or ghosts or, or mm. magic mm. or... Mm. Wow, which one to focus on? I know. Oh, well, I would just focus on all of them at the same time. Well, that's what I'm doing. Do you think I'm going to make a breakthrough eventually? I I kind of have felt like that. Um, Mm. I'm just on the edge of something. Well, if you don't, I'll be shocked. Yeah. I'll be genuinely shocked. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, um, it's good to hear you say that, because, you know, it does sort of... it, it, It sort of gives me that extra boost to feel like I'm... I'm on the right course. Yeah. I mean, we're only 650-something episodes in to Shite Podcast. There's well, still that, time. that's a mere blip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nothing compared to the number we did for Sutton Park. So. Yeah, well. Um, I've yeah. heard some people just put out podcasts once a week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dear me. <laughs> dear me. Once a month. <laughs> oh. oh, dear me. That's, that's slacking, if you ask me. But, yeah. So... Uh, so, so what, what, what about you? What, what are you up to? What's your, what's your area of expertise? I'm, I'm just basking in your genius. That's mainly what I do. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. no, that's very nice of you. Um, sorry, did you say genius? Did you say? Do I? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it's nice of you. Yeah. Well, I don't like sex. Cause I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, I'm quite modest, so... Don't I talk about it too much? Oh no! Well, modest people don't. Do no, mm. the last thing they do is bring that up. No, no. no. Oh dear. But, uh, well, uh, so what's it like being on the Charlotte podcast in person? How did you even get here? I didn't, I didn't see. Well, I'm not sure. I th- these these have oh, been on me for oh, a yeah. while, and I've, oh. I uh, don't seem to be able I, to. And uh, nobody seems to know me. You're a genius. Oh, oh, maybe you could maybe. Well, we'll have to go and find the key. We've established. Well, it's not very nice. It's not very nice. Um, yeah. well, has he done some you magic to bring you Magic to you? Some dark. Oh, well. Magic, this is because yeah. This is because there's, we're dealing with the other dimension at the moment. One of our friends, Ick, who's an alien, he's got tentacles. I said tentacles. Mm. Um, he, he's in the other dimension, trapped over there, and we're trying all sorts to get him back. Um, it's probably by accident we conjured you up, like I accidentally conjured up a demon all those years ago. But, yeah. uh, but I'm sure we'll send you back eventually. Well, if you could we possibly can't find t- your way to getting the chain. Yeah. chain we can't. Off, we can't right? afford you for more than one episode. You, what do you mean? Are you paying me for this? Oh, I presume he is. You have to Should have a word. You have to have a word with him. I'll have to send in an invoice or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I think you should. I think you should. He, he can't get his guests for free. He's been doing no. it too long. Oh, right. Um, you know, he's uh, still, well, uh, oh, he's coming back, so uh, I, I better let you, I better let you, um, I better let you go. go. Uh, it's been lovely speaking to you. It's amazing. It's yeah, been lovely. Lovely. Uh, I feel, I feel so much better. Mm. I feel, I feel empowered. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the Spice Girls or something. Yeah. Wow. Bend it, which, shake which, which it, one? roll it. What? Which one? 
sporty. Sporty. I feel like sporty. I feel like I've got energised. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could run a marathon, but I think I might just go and have a sleep instead. Well, yeah. But, uh, if Uncle John, you you can you can stop now. What? You can stop. I was stopping. We had a lovely chat. We've had a lovely chat, haven't we, Andrew? Best chat ever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to say that, Andrew. You, you really don't. He didn't. He didn't. He meant it. He used the G word. The G. Oh, not genius. Yes. Okay. Well, run along. Oh, he's so patronising to me. He's so patronising, Andrew. Can I come with you? You've got magpies to look after. You can't go gallivanting off to Berlin. Oh dear, oh dear. Do you have any streaming services or do you avoid those? Oh. No, I. Well, mm, let me think. I should have planned this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do I watch now? I mean, no. It's again, I'm not living in the UK, so I'm not no. really in this kind of thing where I can get new things. Either it's something which I know I want to watch and I'll make an effort to it to watch it, like I watched It's a Sin and then I watched Nolly. Yeah, these two Russell T Davis shows. I made mm. sure I watched those, but unless it's something like that specific, yeah, then I probably won't get to it. 
Uh, and I don't, that TV over there is not, I don't have, we don't have TV anymore. We don't have any, because we got rid of the Sky package and, and that can be used, that's just used for DVDs now. In fact, I use my laptop more than I use that because when you think of the size of the laptop and the size of the screen, compared to where I sit between the two, I, I also have terrible short attention span. So if, it's up, if something's an hour, I might want to get I might get bored after twenty minutes and want to do editing for twenty minutes because because editing can be quite boring as well. So you want you want to sort of have a little break, do some editing, and then go back to something, um, and you can just do it all on the laptop. Um, I, I t- if I do watch anything, I watch like on the Channel Five website, or if it if it's the soap, if it's Home and Away or Neighbours, or or like Doctor Who, I'll watch on my laptop, or Inside Number Nine. I but a lot of these a lot a lot of shows I do watch. It's sort of. Inside number nine, I've watched every episode, but I can't. I wouldn't say I loved every single episode. Oh no, that's not the point, is it? No. I mean, yeah. Have you ever gone back to watch previous Inside Number Nines? Because I've seen them all once. There's I mean, very, very few I would go back to. Yeah, I've only seen them once, really, myself. Um, that, that it's weird because I've, there's been seasons of Inside Number Nine where maybe I liked one episode out of six, mm. and then I think it was season four or five I liked probably five out of six and the the one I didn't like so much was only because I guessed the twist <laughs> uh, and I think also the trouble with it is because the people who write it are probably fans of cult TV mm. like we are just because they're famous doesn't mean to say that our knowledge of cult TV might be equal mm. so they might be they we might catch up to what they they're doing, mm. because we know the kind of thing that they're using as inspiration. Whereas my mum, who watches it, which I'm still, I still think that's pretty good for an nearly eighty year old. Because like, sometimes with inside number nine, I'm thinking my mum's watching this. Someone's <laughs> just chopped us, just had their foot chopped up. Although she likes Taggart, and as, as she okay. said, oh, yeah, yeah, once yeah. she he's watched Taggart, you know, nothing really shocking with. Really. Um, and yes. Um, so there are thing ones where I've got the twist where she hasn't, mm. and also they're continue, continually confusing her because they do that thing where they pretend it's not happening. Like they go, "Oh, this episode has been cancelled, and we've got something oh, else well, on," but yeah, actually, yeah. it's what the episode is about. Um, yeah, they did that once with the. Yeah. I think they've done. I think they've done it more than once. My mum fell for it the second. Yeah. They did one for a ghosty one. They did one where yeah. they they started to infer they were going to show mm. a repeat. Mm-hmm. And they did one this recent series where they said they were putting on a quiz game instead. Yes. And and it was a pretty awful quiz game, except that the girl was like. She had e- ESP mind <laughs> controls, yeah, and, and <laughs> ended up blowing up her mother's head. But there was only about two or three things that were weird in it. It was it was a, mm. a, you could easily have watched it and thought you were watching a quiz mach- a quiz yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a really bad quiz show. <laughs> Or pretty normal quiz show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if she was, it was one um, where it's in a school in Wales. 
And oh, yeah. I think if you've seen The Wicker Man, you yeah. quickly realize, oh, yeah. okay, this is going to be The Wicker Man. Yeah. But if you haven't seen that, then yeah. you would have no idea yeah. what's going to happen until the last yeah, and I don't think, few minutes. I don't think it's unfair to say that. I think it is, they, are, they, they are kind of hope, hoping that their viewers haven't watched as much mm. cult TV or Or movies. maybe that if you have seen those, that you can enjoy, you can the, enjoy the references. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, otherwise I don't I don't watch I don't watch a, a lot I I um how, how do you I'm not sure this is right phrase. how do you sit with Doctor Who these days do you, do you, you watch it and you mostly enjoy it sometimes enjoy it don't enjoy it um well yeah I, I think it goes in phases because I have a daughter and uh, I really wanted her to get into this uh, 13th Doctor because mm. it's a female Doctor but yeah. it ended up not happening really because mm. the stories were a bit I don't think it happened for my niece um, who, she, she, but she dropped off mm. after Matt Smith went she didn't like there being an older Doctor even oh, though right. we, we know that generally that's what we grew up as older Doctors but um, mm. so she never got yeah, as far as the female Doctor but well the first uh, episode that I showed my daughter and probably too young was the pilot which was Peter Mac- uh, oh, the Peter first Capaldi's uh, oh the last season his last season yeah with um, Phil Mackey yes. my daughter liked that mm. and then she got into that se- season and she liked Missy and she liked mm. uh, what's her name uh, Pearl Mackey's character yes. uh, Nardole Bill, yeah, Bill. Mm. and she liked Nardole yeah. and she got into that but when the, when Jodie Whittaker's doctor came along it sort of hmm Okay, and then she went back and rediscovered Matt Smith, mm. and like that. So, I, I, I don't think there's a, been a period she hasn't enjoyed, except maybe the I'm afraid the Thirteenth Doctor. I think, I think um, it's a shame really that they have to start from scratch when it's a new producer coming in. It would, maybe because the because because Bill could have lasted a bit longer. Yeah, she could have. Um, except she got. Well, if she, if she, yeah, but then they wouldn't have had, they would have, have had to do something at the end. They would have had to do something else instead and not do that. But, uh, mm. but I kind of, I, I kind of like Jodie Whittaker. I, I, I don't know why. I think she reminded me of Victoria Wood, and she made me feel safe. Okay. Um, but I don't necessarily like the story. But I think that's a different thing. Of that's a different thing too. Yeah. It's a bit like I like Pierce Brosnan as Bond, but I don't necessarily like his Bond movies, or mm. not all of them. Um, yeah. It, well, there's been part, there's been phases where I just my interest just okay I'll, I'll watch this but only out of habit, mm. not because I'm enjoying it, and that happened in the Matt Smith era and it's, it happened in the Jodie Whittaker era. I, I, li- I like I um, like I liked um, Flux a lot that sort mm. of but I I enjoyed because you had cliffhangers every week and and I do miss it is my main problem is always comes back to not having cliffhangers because I like cliffhangers that's why I like Australian soap operas too uh, I, I like a cliffhanger uh, that's why I did 3,200 and something cliffhangers in the time I did Sutton Park it's just I, I'm an addict my name is Paul and I'm an addict yes, um, you are. to cliffhangers yeah. I'm surprised you're not into reality TV shows have you seen The Traitors for example, no, I used, I used to be when it that's a cliffhanger every two mm, minutes. Mm, yeah. Which one's that one? 
Oh, it's one, one of the many ones of Claudia Winkleman. Uh, She's doing all the reality TV shows yeah. nowadays. Oh. Um, yeah, I haven't sort of did when Big Brother was new, but, uh, um, but yeah, um, I, I got excited. I got excited when Tegan and Ace came back, um, but that was very much um, nostalgia. Wow, uh, yes. Uh, and also I was kind of surprised that I didn't know, I knew we knew about that, but I didn't know about all of the old doctors coming back, even though mm. that was a bit, that was a little bit silly, but I still kind of applaud it because yeah. they might as well do it whilst they can. Well, um, that's true, yeah. However, I'd prefer to go back if I was going to do that to go back and watch the original series I did go back with my daughter and watch almost oh, all the Sylvester McCoy episodes and she really liked them mm. yeah, often they hear stand up really well actually yeah often hear um, I didn't necessarily love them at the time but uh, they, they that's a really good era of the show now I think well there are people who are, who are younger than us when we saw it um, who talk, you talk about it it's good to hear sort of people who are I don't know, they're probably for over 40 now but um, but it's difficult that is, yeah, that is difficult for me because it wasn't that is definitely a nostalgic period because that's when I met all, a lot of my pen pals like yourself and um, got, got started meeting other people and doing things and going to conventions and so so even though I didn't always like I think by the time I got pen pals I, I was liking it it's just that first season I'm not so familiar with it. Um, but then a lot of my favourite uh, Doctor Who stories are again not ones that I remember at the time mm. like um, Green Death or Seeds of Doom are probably my two favourite um, just because I like maggots really <laughs> and whales well um, yes and I also like gar big gardens with overgrown aliens wandering around them. Um, but it, it does it does explain why I like horror. I probably like horror. Well, I definitely like horror more than I like sci-fi, unless it's sci-fi horror like Alien, or the or or sort of yeah. Because a lot of my favourite Doctor Who is scary Doctor Who. Um, or things coming down to earth, Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, but uh, what, what do you think, Deals? Mm, I thought so. There's not much horror on TV. There never has been, really. No. Um, Proper horror. Well, that's the thing with Inside Number Nine. It's it, it's 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 still more it's still more funny than it. Mm. Well, it's still trying to be more funny than it is trying to be scary. Well, it's it's. A that's questionable, isn't it? Whether it really is, should be called a comedy show. There's some, yeah, which, some, some very, very few jokes in, yeah. if any. Like the one that the one that they did at Christmas, set in the church. Yeah. The only thing that was funny about that was that there were two, com well, one comedy character really, mm -hmm. um, a, a husband and wife. That otherwise, you could have. I kind of like to see one that was just a hundred percent serious. I think, to be honest, uh, there's one called The Harrowing, which is. Still, I would, I will never go back and watch that because uh. it freaked me out. Um, it's in the first series, and it's one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. Simply because it's not because it's like 
again, it's not because of jump scares or mm -hmm. shocks or anything. It's just the ending, the way that ends is so wrong. It starts off almost like a pastiche of Carry On Screaming. <laughs> You've got uh, Rhys Shearsmith playing a Kenneth Williams type of character in a blonde wig. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> and it gets progressively more disturbing. And the, there's a final scene mm. with a demon wearing a nappy. It sounds yeah. poor skit, but it sounds but funny, but presumably... No, it's not. It's absolutely just... It's so wrong. It's like... Yeah. And it just ends in the most unpleasant way you can imagine. Mm. And I don't think I've, there's been very few things which have just disturbed me. And I think that's the mark of good horror, is it yeah. should leave you thinking, you're still there, you're caught up in it. You don't know what... You, you have to imagine what on earth happened at the end. To that poor person and there's no resolution nothing and there's very few things which do that because most horror films end with you know the the murderer or whatever the monster getting killed and that's it they might reappear a bit you know Dracula could be come back from the grave but he'll eventually he'll essentially be destroyed and good will win but in a blood wig and a nappy but, but in this inside number nine, the harrowing, it's just no. You're left there with this horror, horrific image in your mind, and it's you're. It's left to you to imagine what happens, which makes it worse yeah. in a way. And there's very few things like that. Comedy, comedy horrors can be can fall a bit flat sometimes if mm. they don't get the right balance. There's very few that I really. I guess Shaun of the Dead is still is still yeah. That's one. that's not a that's not really horror though. It's mm. more a comedy with a horror yeah. kind of. Have you ever mm. seen Sightseers? I really like Sightseers. New. No. That's um, that that's that sort of treads the ground, but that's more two really um, uh, strange people meeting up and going out with each other and killing people because they get cross. Well, it depends what horror you enjoy. Mm. Um, what would you say is what would you it's mark like, out as very, very you know classic horror films or well, TV shows? I like not that there are many horror TV shows. I like um, I like psychological horror, um, things like Rosemary's Baby and yeah, um, and, and rather than, I, I do like slasher films, but I tend to like slasher films if you don't know who the I like the Who Done It element of. Mm. So, so, so um, Freddy, knowing it's Freddy um, Krueger or whatever isn't much isn't exciting for me, which is but why I also like I do like Scream because you don't know who it's going to be. Well, you, you mentioned Alien, that's basically a slasher film. Yes, yeah. but with a <laughs> an alien. And I like those later ones, which I know a lot of people, other, the ones that were made about mm. ten years ago, um, because they were just had lots of nice jump scares and mm. and. Um, and, and yeah, thing you knew that something bad was going to happen because you'd seen enough alien films, but mm. there was enough new things. Uh, and and um, uh, but but yeah, I I don't tend to. I like I do like supernatural horror films, but I don't necessarily like the sort of supernatural horror films they make these days, where it's is just a scary house. Um, mm. um, it needs to be more like as we were talking about at the start um, the stone tape where it's a bit more than that mm. yeah that there's something I mean the stone tape again you don't really know what happens at the end it's quite mm -hmm. peculiar it's yes. very weirdly done because they 
if it was done nowadays they'd use amazing CGI but they didn't have that mm. then and it's it's quite unclear what's happening and that adds to it in a weird way what um, do you think well, whilst we're talking about um, Nigel Neal what do you think of the that last Quatermass that they made in, have you seen the one that they made in the with John Mills with John Mills no, I never watched that but it's all about hippies isn't it yeah I mean and it's kind of a Nigel <coughs> Neal as an old man railing against young people isn't <laughs> yeah. it and also it's a bit weird because if it had been made I think it was originally going to be made a lot earlier than it was from the time they made it so all the hippie stuff was a bit mm. uh, uh, it, it seemed weird because there were, hadn't been any hippies sighted for years um, but it, I, it's one of those things where I think the the first half when you don't know much sometimes a lot of things or horror things or sci-fi things it's great when you don't know what's going on but when you know when you you know everything it's just a matter of resolving it 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 can be a bit sort of mm. uh, okay we're just going we're just going to have to spend the next two episodes resolving mm. I liked it when I didn't know what was happening yeah. did you see a show called The Terror um, which was uh, set on a boat uh, boat which got stuck in the Arctic I don't think I did uh, quite recent or? well relatively recently yeah, yeah. it's very very good as well it sort of mixes a real-life horrible event, but adds a supernatural element to it. There's something called The Rig, which I, wa- I, I, I watched half of, and then kind of wasn't sure whether I wanted to keep watching it, um, which was sort of... Some, somebody was talking, telling me the other day they thought it was very sort of Quatermassy, and, and... Well, actually, no, they said it was very much like Fury from the Deep, the Doctor Who story, like they, every time they, although that's not really the most we know about it, but that's not. Oh, well, actually, I don't know much about Fury from the Deep because I've never. I think I read the book about. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the animation, but yeah. um, even so, it's not. They'd have to have been quite hardcore Doctor Who fans to mm. be nicking ideas from it forty years later, fifty years later. Cause it's not the most well-known or, or accessible story to be taking ideas from but, um. I'm just trying to think in the, what horror TV there was in the past because it's slim pickings really there's a, the occasional play or one-off drama I mean you had the Hammer House of Horror yeah. um, in, about ni- in the early 1980s and then they did Hammer House of Mystery and Suspense um, but of the two of those the second series is much harder to come by um, on DVD um, don't know. We must be owned by different people. I've I've got Hammer House of Horror, and I have got the '85 series, but it was released in two halves. And I bought the first half and then got distracted. And the next thing I when I sort of realised, oh, I don't have the other half. It was about fifty quid or something. Um, and eventually, I managed to get a second-hand copy, so I do own it. But so it's it's weird when you see your or when I see my DVD collection, certain things on it are um, now out of print and quite actually quite valuable if, if I wanted to sell them but yeah you're right I mean Tales of the Unexpected had some scarier but not really horror mm. and some of the some of the ones that are a little bit horror are more hit by inference some of the Roald Dahl ones 
like the one with Joan Collins where she has to put her, uh, she puts her head through the statue and can't get it out and it's inferred that someone's going to saw, saw her head off but you don't actually see that happen that might just be hope, people hoping <laughs> I don't know um, um, the last thing I was going to ask um, was because you am I right to saying you studied film studies at some stage uh, when you went to university do, do you find you can enjoy c- cinema without sort of thinking about deconstructing it or oh, and also can you enjoy bad films <laughs> but, um, are there any bad films oh, well I don't think some of my favourite films are ba- are regarded as bad films that's the thing yeah um, I think well that's going back a bit but what it did uh, what good it did was give me an appreciation of the the history of film so I'm much more I'm quite knowledgeable about I, I can talk about Fritz Lang for example or Hitchcock or yeah. you know various other big name directors which maybe people nowadays wouldn't really know much about but that gives me an appreciation of how cinema mm. developed and you know, it's, it's very good to go back and watch these classic films. They, they do stand up very well. And mm-hmm. um, I've been, I watched um, uh, Metropolis the other day, mm-hmm. which is the Fritz Lang film from 19, I don't know, 30 something. And it's an amazing piece of work. It's, it's, it's a hard watch because it's obviously no sound in it. It's, yeah. it's, um, and it's quite difficult sometimes to work out what is happening. But the imagery is so unique and weird. It's just weird, weird things appearing on your screen. People doing weird things, and it's unlike anything you'd ever see now. And it's it's fascinating to go back I did, and I, look at these things. I did enjoy. I when when I finished university and I was looking for a job, and I didn't find a job, and heaven knows I was miserable now. But no, um, that's somebody else. Mm. Um, I. I wasn't sure where, I was living back in Salisbury and I wasn't quite sure when I was going to find a job so I joined, I did a, a film studies A level I started to and and I did I I only got about halfway through the first term before something came up and I had to leave but I I was enjoy I was enjoying film studies far more than English literature like for A level but I think you know, there's always something you can enjoy from a, a film I think all the sort of films that they would have mm. on a course like that, whereas the books that they chose for us to study just seemed to be like choose the ten most boring books, and um, um, then and you will read them, and also you have to take a lot more, much longer to get through than a film would. Uh, but I'm sure you must you must have had moments where you really hated some films they were wanting you to study. Oh yeah, we had um, yeah, this is thirty years ago, but. We had a whole module on westerns, mm. and I'm not a big fan of mm. westerns. I don't get them. I've got no, re- no real interest in. Mm. I, I don't even know the context. What I, mean, I don't understand, you know, how life was in mm. in the olden days with cowboys and stuff, and I don't really get it. So I never really got into it. But and also, most westerns seem to be the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, you know. The same kind of story, and I never really um, appreciated them. And there's an awful lot of westerns, yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of them. Can 
almost surprised that they would think they had a value or 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 if they think they if they think the westerns have a value then then, then they could have done a, a season of italian horror films and oh yeah and that that they are because the because the westerns were just as disposable as a lot of the well, italian of them, horror yeah. films some of them are very good like the searches is one of the best ones in which John Wayne plays a deeply troubled, uh, uh, very, you know, he's, he's having a nervous breakdown basically, and he's uh, trying to recover a lost girl who's been apparently kidnapped by Indians, and it's it basically, you go into his psychological state a lot more, which is unusual for a Western, which is, it's usually black and white, you know, good guys versus bad guys. Right. Uh, there's a few very good ones, but as a genre, I wouldn't. Uh, it's not something I'd go back to. Well, we had to we had to do Sylvia Plath for poetry, and right. I think that's probably the worst possible part you could choose to to because this is just not very accessible. And I know people. I, I'm actually rereading the Bell Jar because I think I read yeah. the Bell Jar around the same time, and her prose style is even if she's talking about a depressing subject. Her prose style is so much more easy to get into than her poetry style. Mm, wow. Mm. Yeah, I, I never had you down as a Sylvia Plath fan. Yeah. So I'm not for her poetry. In fact, yeah. Sylvia Plath poetry is what started me writing poetry because... Well, I, 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 I like Sylvia Plath. I'm, I'm the same with Jane Austen because I was mm. force-fed that mm. in school and I've, I know a lot of people love Jane Austen. Mm. And you know, people are always making new films, new TV versions. But no, not for me. I haven't. I haven't read much that is considered good. In your opinion, from 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 what they would like you to read from, like any right. literature course. Okay. Um, the probably probably. I'm not that good if it's very old, if it's that old anyway. The nearest thing, and I don't think she's probably regarded as being somebody who you'd have on an English literature course I, I do like Daphne du Maurier yeah. but I, I think they I think they would probably think that and I like um, well, I've never read I'd, I'd love to read Daphne du Maurier because of course you've got the birds and don't birds. look now short which, stories definitely which are read apparently the short... nothing to do with no. what she originally wrote no the birds is very much in isolation no no plot really um, don't look now is a bit more like the film yeah. um her short story collections, I definitely say give a go. She wrote them later in her career, and they don't seem that dated. They, they, they uh, and in fact, some of her, she didn't die until like eighty nine, but she stopped writing in the mid seventies. I think she might have run out of ideas, and think she did. She wrote books about Cornwall and things instead. But some of her later books are, you know, considering what say Agatha Christie might have been doing towards the end of her career, mm. um, she comes up. You know, there's a sort of time travelly one called The House on the Strand which is really good uh, plus all the short stories plus the last one she did was about if the Germans had won the war and we'd been taken so it's so interesting sort of things for somebody uh, to be writing about later on in her career um, and I also like I've forgotten the name um, she wrote the, Haunt, uh, the Haunting of Hill House and um, they the, they always live in the castle that um, I've forgotten who wrote those but I think um, I would like to think they would be on some English literature course mm. now, but perhaps because they were only written in the early 60s, in the 80s, we might they might be considered too new. I don't know when we were at school what 
would have been allowed or you know how new um, some of the films I studied on my course are still absolutely my favorite films I studied alien uh, and it was really interesting to look at that from a point of view of from a fe I, I actually studied it from a feminist perspective which mm -hmm. is quite weird mm -hmm. but if you think about Alien it's how it transforms the usual I just, I, I'll, no I won't go there because it's getting <laughs> very complicated and un but yeah, subjects, but certainly a different. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, forget that. A, a different, a different uh, perspective, but um, yeah, I mean, if if I'd have been allowed, if if you if I knew you're allowed to sort of, I presume if you do coursework and stuff, you can take like a genre of it that you like and and do, it. or if you're doing a have to do a dissertation, you could. Mm. But, I guess sometimes it, it 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 can come down to the person who's marking that piece of work as to whether they think what you're choosing is is um, um, a good piece of a good film to be discussing. Or anyway, well, Dills, he didn't say a lot this time, but I think he's been so interested. Just been interested. He likes to hear people talking about these things, don't you? Yeah. But, uh, anyway, um, well, thank you very much, Andrew, and um, we we will be glad to have you back. We welcome you back on the the Charlotte podcast at a later date, and um, and um, thank you for being here in Surrey and not in Berlin. Yeah, can I go back now? Can I, am I like, oh yeah, you am can I go like back. Go oh, I'm gonna have to gonna have to do a play say on this and get I, you to go back. Can you get? I mean, these chains you put on my. Deals. What, what did you do with the keys? Deals. You do have the keys, right? Deals. Do you have? I'll speak to Deals. He'll sort it out. It'll, they're it'll quite. They're quite tight. It'll be fine. Deals. Get the keys. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'd really appreciate if you could maybe. Deals. Hello. Can, can, you, can I? Can I? Can I go? Deals. Then got the keys. This is being very quiet on this matter. Andrew's been here, and um, and Uncle John sort of looked after him whilst I had to go and um, put some more coal on the podcasting bonfire or something. Um, and yeah, um, but uh, Andrew's not gone yet. I haven't I haven't actually located the, um, the the keys, but I'm sure we'll find them somewhere. Andrew, you don't have to rush off, do you? Well, do I have a choice? Um, 
we'll 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 locate those keys. Yeah. I, I I I don't know why we uh, resorted to. Um, yeah, resorted uh, to chaining me up. Why? Uh, we just thought you might go back again well, before we yeah, finish. Well, yeah, I would. Do you normally chain your guests up? I don't often get guests who come and sit in my front room, to be You're honest. I'm not surprised. Don't let this... Is that um, a skeleton over there in the corner, by the way? That's not a skeleton. It looks it's, like one. Is it, that one of your pre... Or, no. No, no. It's just a friend of Deely's. Um, right. Old bony. Deals. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel a bit uncomfortable about this situation. No, it's fine. It's fine. Is it? Um, we're, we're, um, it's just... Uh, I'm it's, just a bit concerned, but... Uh, Andrew, you're on candid camera! Why? Um, it was just a, j- a joke. Right, uh, okay. It, 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 I can't uh, see any camera. Uh, uh, you might want to check those um, the, the, those handcuffs. They're, they're just plastic. You just have to press this little button and... and oh, oh yeah, they, yeah, they just came off. Yes. Oh. You see, it was a joke. Right. Not really held you hostage. What? Okay. Um, so I'm free to go then. Yeah, yeah just can you just stay uh, for a minute or two longer, just because we're recording the end of the episode, and I, I just I'd like to have a little bit of chat before we oh, go. Right, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I'll send you back via the the, um, the 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 magic and things again, right, yes. if you like. Or, or yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's better than uh... better than Eurostar. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, we're just using the ancient. Ruin, the, the ruins of, of, of like what well, we call it a pie seance um mm-hmm. it's to just use a pie really uh, because it's right it's, it's easier to clear up afterwards you just eat it once you finish doing things. yes and uses to communicate with the, yes uh, the well afterlife. something that i was taught by charlie Gurr, the beggarian celebrity mm-hmm. um and uh yeah uh, we usually use a, a what is it um Hedgehog eyebrows and belly belly button fluff um, pie with a sort of strange gravy. Those are what the pies are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not to my taste, but it's very popular in Berguria. Is it? Okay. Um, I mean, I was thinking, you've travelled quite a lot. Have you ever been to Berguria? No, no, I don't think so. No, Mm. I don't know where it is exactly. Oh, it's um, somewhere in Europe. But it's very confusing as to where... I've been there, but I didn't... It was all very veiled in secrecy. Mm. I got on some plane, and and it's a short hop from somewhere, and and suddenly I was there. It's it's, it's quite... It's quite, um, you know... it's quite something. Um, yeah. The only famous person in the whole of Beguria is Charlie Gurr. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, he is he is the famous person. They only have one famous person in Beguria. But, uh, um, look, I'll, I'll, I'll just go and sort out the uh, the um, the pie seance equipment and then... Um, um, and and, and uh, there's some, some theme music coming now, so... Um, um, yeah, oh, 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 my friend Comedy's just turned up, so he might want to say hi. But,
so you are the famous Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Cromarty. I don't know. We may have met back in the Sutton Park days. I can't remember. But, um, I, I was I was on the show, and I think that you were sometimes on the show. But I, I was one of the main guest stars, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, like um, I don't know, on the Golden Girls or something, they'd have. Yes. Um, I don't know. Bruce, uh, no, Burt Lancaster. Or yes. Something. I was a bit like that. Oh, yes. I think you were Horner the Amphibian Man. Yes, yes. That, that was one of my uh, I, I was one of my most accomplished roles. I've yeah. seen some of your episodes. They always made me laugh. Yes, yes. yes. It took was about six hours in makeup for that. Oh, it was uh, yes. a tough gig, but uh, I'm glad that uh, you remember. Yes, yes. Well, you know, it's it's always um, nice to meet a fellow uh, actor from the yes, but from back in the day. Yeah. It's very noisy out there today. What's going on? I guess the Uncle John's just had the magpies out, I think. But uh, I hear you met yet, Uncle John. He's he's a nice soul, isn't he? Yes, 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 uh, yes. yes. Yes, um, we, we discussed many, many important matters. Yes. I hope he didn't try and sell you any of his knock-off t-shirts. He didn't tell me anything, no, which is good. No, yes, no. yes. Well, that's good. That means he must have really liked you, because he usually tries to sell merchandise that have has gone badly wrong. Mm. But, uh, um, uh, the, the, the seance stuff's already. Andrew, if you want to come and sit in the middle of this pentangle uh, thing. In the middle, okay. Yes, because you've got to be astrally projected. Right, okay. Have you got everything? Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, okay. Um, oh, I can hear the music coming again. Um, uh, listeners, uh, just, just hang around for a moment or two more and we'll project Andrew back to his, his um, uh, ho- home, home city. Oh, this is going to be exciting. I've never seen this done before. Yeah, there might you, be a... Re- you do promise I'll, I'll be returned to the correct place. I won't be returned to some oh. random island or no. mountaintop. No, okay. it'll be fine. Are it'll be sure? fine. Are you sure? Because this pie is a bit... looks a bit ropey, to be honest. No, no offence, but... No, no, no. It, pentac- it, pentacle is a bit wobbly the lines no, aren't straight i know it's yeah, fine it'll be fine it'll, yeah it, it'll work it'll be fine right paul are you sure have you done this before uh yes many times i don't remember you doing it before shh comedy shush have you got a license to do this uh yes i got it from the internet uh, just have to do a, a, a six-hour course and i got a certificate have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. 
unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Okay, Andrew, um, are you sitting comfortably? Then I shall begin. Uh, are you sitting comfortably? Oh, not really, no. It's a bit tight in here. Are you sure this is going to work? It's fine, it's fine. Um, uh, property, you know, you know what you need to do. I don't know what I need to do. Just have to say omnipadium, omnipadium, or something like that. Omnipadium, what does that mean? I don't know, I heard it on a Doctor Who story from the 1970s. Okay, I'll do it. Um, right, yes, we're just going, we have a particular chant we have to issue. Okay. Um, is this omnipadium? Omnipadium. I'm happy to take the train, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. Um, uh, omnipadium, omnipadium. Yes, omnipadium. Are you sure you've done this before? Yes. Yeah. Omnipadium. This might take some time, listeners, so, uh, um, um, so it's just you don't have to hang around if you don't want to. Omnipadium, oh, omnipadium. I think uh, my shoes disappeared. Ah, it's working. Um, uh, where's it gone? I need. <laughs> It'll be the other end. You have to go after it now. Omnipadium, omnipadium. Yes, omnipadium. Oh, what's going on? Omni. Oh, omnipadium. I like this bit. Omnipadium. Oh, are you going, Andrew? Omnipadium. Oh, look, he is going slowly. Bit more beat. <laughs> Good to see you. He looks scared. No, he's fine. From the on the patio. Oh look, he's gone. He's gone. It's all gone. Yeah, I'll give him a ring later. Make sure he got home okay. Oh, that's, yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. Yes, nice chap. Yeah, he taught, taught me some valuable things. Yeah, feel quite empowered. That's good. I hope he got back all right. was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just shove this one out. Get her going. Six, four, what comes after that? Six, five, oh. It's, it's six, fifty, for God's sake. Six hundred, six hundred, and 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 six hundred